Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. My name is Stacey and this is my journey of becoming a content creator. Today's guest is Bun from Satay Noodle House in Papakura, South Auckland. And today we talk about things about like his family history and even the challenges that they had just to coming to here in New Zealand. As we also talked about business, content creating, building a community and so much more. Starting from humble beginnings, he's doubled his revenue just within a few years off the back of storytelling. If you're into small business and wanting to know how to build a brand or even a community, this podcast is definitely for you. I'm going to be putting out a bunch more content like this as well as vlogs, tutorials, uh, photography tips. If this is something you're into, it would mean so much to me if you hit the like and subscribe button below. I really want to bring people value and hitting that like and subscribe button really gives an opportunity for the channel to grow and also get this content in front of others because because I know that they'll get some value out of this. So thanks so much again for watching and listening. Let's get into it. For the weekend, getting blinded by the lights on the rise as we cultivate the finer things in life. Part on ice, ride the way till we evade the shocks and escape the past. Time to see the wasted time taper off like weight loss. Staying sauce with the poets. Stoic under pressure till I grow. Yes, you know where it is to go. Only when it's standing on both sides. Cause when the tide lifts, all boats rise. Now look alive. Uh. Hey guys, so we've got uh, Bun here today from uh, Satay Noodle House. Uh, thank you so much for having us into your amazing spot, bro. Anytime, I've seen brother, a lot anytime. of it on social media. I'm sure a lot of yep. people have as well. Um, <laughs> it's cool to be able to, to sit in your space and just get you, hear your story about Thanks for being how here, you're brother. growing here, your business and what you're all about. So, um, so yeah, so bro, um, I just want to hear a bit about you, bro. So introduce yourself cool. and let us know what you're up to. We, we're so a little bit about your story. And go from there. Mad. Um, okay, Bun Leng, um, 32, uh, engaged. Uh, but yeah, anyway, business owner, um, family business, Sata Nuri House in Papakura. It's been here 20, 21 years. I took over 2011. So uh, 10 years ago, parents retired 2017. So uh, 2017 is when I've been able to have full freedom. Um, and since then, it's just been, it's been a journey. You know, it's been crazy, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. Awesome, bro. That's awesome. And we'll dive into a lot more, but before we get into it, as we usually do, um, bro, we'd like to have a grateful for the day. Awesome, so yep. before we start the kick off the, the potty, um, you know bro, what's your podcast? Oh, what's your podcast? What's your grateful? What's your grateful for today? Um, bro, always always um, grateful when people just want some of your time. Um, it's always humbling, you know, like it's never like, oh, fuck, who wants my time? It's just like, bro, um, you could be interviewing anyone. You could ask anyone, um, you know, um, to, to be on your podcast. So, bro, just super humbled and just super grateful that, you know, you would choose me for, for whatever reason um, that I'm the guy today. So, grateful for that, bro. Nah, thank you. So. Thank you. Sickly Marfa as well, bro. And, yep. um, <laughs> it's cool to, um, to sort of hear how your story is that you've taken something like Satay Noodle House or more importantly, a small business. And I think mm. a lot of people are going to learn from what you've done and how you've grown your business and your following and you sort of almost become like a cult now sort of thing. So it'd be quite cool to hear your story. But um, for me, for my grateful, um, um, I went for a walk this morning and I was just sort of very appreciative of of what I had. And Mm. for me, um, being able to exercise is massive for me, bro. Um, It helps clear my head. It gives me better thoughts. It makes me a better person. Yes. And I saw on Instagram just recently this guy by the name of Brad, and his last name, um, I lost his last name at the moment, but um, he used to be a a kick-ass wakeboarder. And he had this horrific accident and now become, I think you call it not paralyzed, but at least from the neck down. Mm. Is it ter- paraplegic, something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think that's it. Can't yeah, even yeah. use your arms, can't yep. use his legs. So All I right, can only yeah. imagine what it would be like, you know, one day just enjoying the world, you're killing it, and the next mm. thing you know, 
you can't even you know scratch his face. So man, that's crazy. Yeah, so things like yep. that. And like, I remember I heard a saying one time saying, um, I used to f- I used to pity I used to sort of feel sorry for myself for the raggedy shoes uh-huh. that I had until I met the man with no feet. Wow, and yeah. that sort of puts things in perspective as well. You know, like mm. sometimes we just got to appreciate what we do have, definitely, rather than not what we don't have. And yep. so um, yeah, it's easy to sort of think like that. So mm. um, yeah, so that, anyway, that's my um, grateful for today. Deep, bro, so, deep. Um, but again, thank yeah. you so much for. For jumping on the potty, and uh, like, I'm excited about this one, bro. Anytime, so, brother. Um, so, what I like, I mean, you've told us about who you are, but mm. let's dive into a little bit more about your background, bro. Like, yep. how did you get into being here at Satay Noodle House? I know yep. it's a family business, so if you want to sort of take us back to when your folks sort of had it and how that, yeah, how even, that came even here. just how we got here, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it's something that I, I've spoken at length on, on on Instagram, and that's actually how we got our first kind of um, how we blew up. First, we got a um, segment on the project TV three, um, but it was just me t- talking about our story, um, just how mum and dad even not even but the business just to be here in New Zealand um, was already like a, a blessing. So um, it's called the Khmer Rouge. Mm. Um, well, I'll just dive into like the family um, mm-hmm. story of it a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Uh, we got time, eh? That's yeah, right. yeah, heaps of time. <laughs> so, um, bro, Khmer is crazy. It's like a national um, genocide. So imagine, I think the population at the time was more than what we have in New Zealand. So imagine like Jacinda coming, um, it's like a military coup. So they basically like, they take over the whole country mm. and then they, they round everyone up. They're going down in tanks down the streets and you've got to come out. You've got to come out. Okay, yeah, pack your bags and then they're going to they're gonna run through every household. Every household, you take whatever you want to take, but you're only taking a bag. That's all you fucking got. And then they're putting everyone into like concentration camps and then forcing them to work. Um, Don't feed them much. So most, I think a quarter of the population died from like starvation. Um, So I was like, bro, just like real shit. Um, Crazy shit that, yeah, bro, it gives me like the shakes when I think about it. Um, So that lasted for about four or five years of them just working every day just like working um slaving slave labor and they just were going hard on agriculture so manual labor um they killed off everyone who's like educated um or who was involved in government um mm-hmm. so if you're like a teacher or something like that they'll, they'll kill you off um so a lot of people had to lie had to say like nah we is it blue collar is that when you're like a a worker or, or something like that yeah, yeah, i think yeah. it's blue collar yeah. um you, yeah a lot of people just lied and just said nah i'm a blue collar worker and, and stuff like that yeah um, just to get by, um, but man, every yeah, every Cambodian that that was that was a life, and it was it was only in nineteen seventy to seventy five, I think it is, or it could be seventy five to eight. No, I think seventy to seventy five. So it's not that long ago. Like it was literally, I'm thirty two, so it was dad was about the same age when he was going through it. So that's like me going wow. through it right now. You know what I mean? So in terms of like you said, by perspective, um, every day I'm just like, bro, like I complain. Sometimes like on the on the day to day, like oh fuck, I gotta do like a twelve hour shift, bro. That's like as kiddies compared to you know yeah, doing yeah. like a fifteen hour and not getting food, not getting paid. Um, you know, like every day is literally survival. And um, bro, had so many stories where like mum had to like overnight just try to like steal rice um, because if she doesn't, she's gonna die. And if you get caught, boom, you're taken away um, to to die. Wow. They, they they take people away all the time. Um, yeah, you see dead bodies all the time because they just die of starvation. Um, oh. So it's just a bro, it's just crazy. Like, so how did they? Shift, how did they? Yeah, it must be a touching moment, oh, bro. bro. Just yeah, it's, it's, yeah, man. It's yeah, I, oh, man. It's just crazy. Mm. So how did they then get from from obviously over there to and also make because New Zealand's not just down the road. <laughs> like, how <laughs> yeah. do you get? Um, was this back long, in the 70s? Or the yeah, long of- story short. So I think they got here at about 1980. So from 75 to 80, I think 
uh, US or uh, I don't know too much about the history, but US or um, that's when like the Vietnam US War or, or something like that. Uh, but anyway, they from after the war finished and stuff like that, um, they then just jumped around refugee camps, and that's another story in itself. You're you're fleeing from refugee camp to refugee camp, um, often overnight, and then you're held at like knife point, gun point. Um, they got robbed like three times in their life. So first one was the start of that Khmer Rouge. They take all your valuables, so the the baddies take all all your gold or or whatever. Um, and then after the war ended, they they worked and stuff like that, and they are like, oh man, we just need to we just need to get out for different more opportunities. So fleeing from refugee camp to refugee camp, yeah, they took their jewelry or their money and stuff like that. So um, they're in this refugee camp, bro, in Thailand, um, actually where that photo is. I don't know if that's gonna get it. Mm. That's a photo in front of the refugee camp. Um, and yeah, they, there was an opportunity to come to New Zealand. Um, they had to at the time they had five children. Um, but they, they, there was only space for like six of them. So one, two, three. Yeah, the six that were so there. So plus they passed others. the two. They passed two kids away. Their two oldest kids just to be able to come to, to New be Zealand. able to come to New Zealand. No, yeah, shit. how they're hard that would have been, so, bro, like, You got you got three kids, right? right? So imagine, yeah. How do you give up? Like exactly, fuck, but it's like fuck. Never know if you're going to see them again. Exactly, but <sighs> when you weigh it up, bro, like um, opportunities and, and life, mm. um, you're just like, okay, we'll we'll figure it out. You'll figure it out, bro. Yeah, bro. Crazy. Um, but yeah, gave their two oldest. So yeah, I guess that's why they chose the oldest. Mm. They went with my, um, so dad's siblings who mm. ended up in America. Um, and there's like five of them. So it's a big family, but it was only dad. Dad's the oldest of his um, siblings. And he came to New Zealand and all the rest of them ended up in Boston, um, America. And then mm. after we settled in New Zealand, they had a, uh, dad had a chance to go to America. He went over Um but he was like, you know what? Now nah, I'll, I'll stick in New Zealand. But um, now, bro, um, the two oldest siblings, um, they're they're in New Zealand now. They're they're oh, in wow. Auckland. So, so how yeah, long it's amazing. after your mum and dad land? That was crazy. They they were like they finished uni, so they're like twenty to twenty five. Grew up in America, mm. and somehow mum and dad got them to move their lives over. Oh, I think wow. they were like in relationships and shit like that, bro. But I don't know what they said, bro. But yeah, they somehow got them to move wow. their life. To New Zealand, so we're all together now, bro. We've got a mm. sister in Dunedin. That's one of the oldest ones. Um, so where do you? But yeah, we're all the youngest. Out of the I'm lot? the youngest, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, mate. Luckily, I didn't go through all of that. Um, I'm the, bro, I'm the lucky child, bro. The accident, but I'm the, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the lucky one, bro. The yeah, I was born in Dunedin, um, but yeah, I was born here. But it's funny, bro. Like even though I didn't go through that stuff, because my oldest brother remembers a lot of it. Wow. Going from refugee camp to refugee camp. He remembers a lot of it, um, but even still, bro, uh, for some reason, I've just been managed to, and I'm lucky I have, just to maintain that perspective, just that gratitude. Mm-hmm. I think it was that first trip that I went to Cambodia. Um, I was about 10 years old, and that was kind of like the first, like, when I got there, I was like, fuck, like, these kids have it different, hey? like, it's different mm-hmm. here. You know, like, I guess when you're not exposed to it or anything like that, you, mm-hmm. you don't know any better, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, going over there for the first time, bro, they was like, oh shit, like, this is how they live. Like, they, mm. I think we took like little, those $2 shop um, torches over and they're like, whoa, light, like back in wow. dad's village, yeah. Wow. So they don't, they don't even have that. They, they literally, yeah, um, you're sleeping once the sun goes down. So that's real village wow. um, life still yeah, um, over yeah. there, yeah. And so they, start, then they obviously came to New Zealand. When did they start the startup Noodle House? Um, so this opened in 2000. I think they got here, it would have been 1980. So it took them a while, bro. It took them like 20 years. Um, they were just um, working like two jobs just to get by, bro. Like money's, you know, money's not easy to come by. Mm. 
Um, they didn't speak the language. So they don't speak English. They don't have any, any money. So it's not like they can start anything. Um, they just work in two jobs. But what they did have, bro, is just a hard work ethic. Um, so, you know, dad will do two jobs. Mum's doing two whilst raising yeah, the three kids at the time. Um, and then just saved, saved up enough over time um, for, yeah, uh, in year 2000. And he started that at freaking 50, bro. Crazy for him to start a That's business cool. at, at 50 years like old. It's is just like unreal. Mm. Um, 50, mum would have been 45 and they started this, bro. And um, yeah, so what that meant for us as, as kids is like every day after school, bro, we're here. Uh, weekends, we're here. You know, family business, whoever's involved in like an Asian family business, bro, they'll know like your, all your spare time is at the shop. You grow up in the shop. Yeah, yeah. sleeves <laughs> up. Just, yeah, bro, okay, you you're just, on dishes, you're on yeah. restocking the bro, shop. I was, you know? I was serving people when they couldn't even see me over the counter, bro. Like I was that short at 10 <laughs> years old. Um, but yeah, we're doing drinks, we're doing whatever, man. It's just, yeah, it's... Oh, it's crazy, bro! Crazy ride. And because originally you uh, originally you you trained to become like a PE teacher, mm, is that right? So you didn't yeah. want to do the family business at first. Yeah, no, it wasn't in my plans at all. Um, so yeah, I was so I was born in Dunedin. At one year old, we moved up to Auckland. Um, so I pretty much grew up South Auckland my whole life. Um, Lee Bank. Uh, primary, Manuru Intermediate, James Cook High School. So did all of that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, Went to uni, did sport and rec. They said, do what you love. So I was like, oh, bro, sport, like, P is fucking a piece of piss. So I'll, I'll do P, I'll do sport and rec. Um, and then there's only really two ways you can go from after a sports degree. It's either you're either PT or you're, um, you do the one year and you become a secondary teacher. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to be a teacher. Um, and then it was only until I graduated that sport and rec degree, my sister, um, one of my sisters came to me and was like, man, like, mum and dad are getting on. Uh, what do you think about taking over the shop? And so, like, there's so much potential. Like, what do you reckon? And um, I was like, you know what? Yeah, actually, like, we should do. We give this a crack. Um, but then, last minute, she pulled out mm. for personal reasons. And so I was like, fuck. Um, I ended up just taking over by myself, which meant Dad probably stayed on longer. So that was 2011. Um, he ended up retiring at 2017, and he's like, would be maybe 70. So he's like, yeah, well, well past that 65 age. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was me and the old man from 2011 to. Uh, 2017, which was, but oh, bro, even that's crazy, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you've worked with him. Obviously, you worked with the family leading up to that moment. But now, yeah. it must have been challenging for him as well. That he's built that up for the last mm. 17 years, 20 years, mm. to then hand it over to somebody else. Yeah. You know, yeah. as much as he wants, it, that was probably his dream to hand it over to one of the kids. Mm. It must have been still hard for him. And so, you, were you guys battling a lot in terms he, of making decisions? And, yeah, he doesn't come in, bro. Like, <laughs> He actually never comes in anymore, which is surprising because I thought, bro, I'll take over. He's going to come in every day. He's going to check every, all, the, all, the little, all the little shit, like make sure I'm doing things like proper to his way because he ran shit here like, a, like, he, like probably how he was running the war, like a dictator. He's mm. a full dictator, bro. Like you can only that, – and that's why the business could never grow when you, when you want to control things so much mm. um, and a lot of, you know, traditional um, – yeah, older Asians, that generation, bro, it's, there's only one way to do it and that's mm. his way. Um, so it's hard to scale. We, we tried to get staff in and, you know, they would, they would just clash all the time because, you know, they, you just can't, no one, no one wants to work for someone that's just like micromanaging and, and stuff like that, you know? I think just as well, just sorry just to tap on that, Sorry. do you think it's because um, he had expectations, it's his business, 
he wanted people to sort of be at his level as well. Mm. And it's sometimes hard when you're a business owner, your expectations of somebody else hiring staff mm. to be at that level. And sometimes they're not down, you know, they don't, to them it's just a pay pay they check. Never. Yep. You know what I mean? They're never at that level. So it's hard from yep. someone maybe like you coming into the role as well. He mm. wants you to have that sort of expectations of what he was doing yep. or if you're hiring staff and maybe that's why he was battling because he was yes. always looking over their shoulder. Fuck, you're doing this wrong. You're doing exactly. that wrong. Yep. And they're like, well, stick it up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just because they just think it's another job, whereas yep. him it's his livelihood. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yep. And that's probably now what I'm feeling with my staff now, like with my team, you know, like, but what you've got to realize and this whole Gary Vee thing, like no one's going to care for the business as much as you, right? Like they don't, um, they don't get what I get from it. Um, so until they do, uh, you know, I can't expect them to care for it or do the little one percenters that, that I come and do till till midnight, till 2 a.m., um, stuff like that, you know. It's like it's having just, your kids as well. No one's going to care about your kids more mm, than you. True. You know what I mean? Like, yep. So it's the same thing with your business. Right. Cause it is a kid. You've raised it yeah, since for sure. from the ground up. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to sort of get somebody to be as pumped as you are uh, yep. with your business. I'm sure mm. there's somebody out there, but, yeah, that must have been a challenge, taking that on from Dad. Yeah, definitely, bro. And, and I think that's what I um, – there's, there's been moments where I'm like, fuck, I'm actually running it like the old man, eh? Like I'm being real like micro – with and, your staff um, now, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's moments where you I have to yourself? take a step back. Yep, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I remember one, I think late last year, where I had a full-on spray. And I, and I don't, bro, I, I run this like, if people follow that, like don't know through the content, like, bro, I'm, I'm real soft, like, I'm big softy, bro, like, <laughs> um, just kind and shit like that. So it's, it's hard for me to like get to a point, like I struggle with the confrontation, shit like that, that side of it. Uh, but there's a moment where I did have like I had a little spray where I had a little go at them um, in terms of standards and, and shit like that. And then, um, yeah, I think uh, uh, I think the realization was just like, hey, you know what? Like, um, I can have those standards, but there, there's obviously a line, um, and maybe I was over the point where. I'm expecting too much. Like there's a Gary Vee thing where he says like he doesn't, they don't work for him. He works for them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't expect anything um, mm. of them because at the end of the day, if, if they don't do X, Y, Z, um, he's the one that fucking hired them, you. right? Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Um, so mm. it's just taking that accountability back, bro. Um, because, you know, you could, you, I could come here every day and just, and just pinpoint shit like, fuck, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Um, but at the end of the day, bro, I'm the one that, that hired all of them. And, and it's much, bro, like you can be sour. Every, I could come to work bitter, sour every day about the shit that they don't do. But bro, when you take it on yourself and you just like, you take responsibility for all of that, bro, it just, it's just the easy way to live. Mm. Um, so that's like a, a mental switch, I reckon. And I still fall back like, mm. yeah, daily. Um, mm. So you definitely got to catch yourself because you look at things differently as well eh? as opposed mm. to being like you say the dictator. Fuck! I want you to do this. I want you to do that. It's like what can I do for you, my staff? Yeah. What can I do for them? How do I make it more enjoyable to be here? Um, and I guess that's how you grow culture as well. Yeah. How, how important is culture within mm. Satay Noodle House for you guys, bro? Yeah, because for that it's all it's all energies, right? Like that's just spreading more negative energy. If I come in here and I'm just like you know pinpointing shit, like you need to do this, this, and that, um, like. They're, they're not going to want to be here that long, you know, mm. but um, so, yeah, I see it as like positive, negative, like offense, defense, like, well, Gary, bro, I touch on Gary V because that's, bro, he's like my mentor, he doesn't even know it, <laughs> um, but he's, he's basically the reason why this business has grown. <laughs> but um, sorry, bro, what was the question? No, but so exactly that. So Culture. Gary V has taught a lot of people about how to grow your business. Yeah. And community for him is massive. Mm. So like how do you, you've grown a community. I mean, you've got almost 10,000 on your Instagram page, yeah. which is not, 
I mean, if you'd look at other noodle houses, I'm not too sure if that's about the average, but yeah. I think it's because you provide value. If not value, then it's entertainment. Mm. You know, like the videos that you... <laughs> you know create yeah you know like you always like the sean johnson one for example you know oh, that's yeah. just entertaining yeah you know so how do you what was that is that a strategy for you what's your strategy how do you grow a community if someone was a small business so i'm trying to give the audience value, some value yeah how do you as a small business grow your community yep what's some good strategies um, you've used so obviously there's bro there's a million ways and we could touch on bro well yeah we can get into everything yeah, bro um but, you know, you can obviously, because some people don't like, don't want to be the face, you know what I mean? But um, for me, as a small business, you don't have money. So, like, I, we don't have money to get influencers, influencers or to get people, oh, yeah, let's do a little photo shoot. Let's do, like, we don't have money for that, right? Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day, hey, I'll just do it then, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. I'll be the guy. I'll be the face of it. Um, so, then it's just putting out, I just started putting out our story. So, like, the family story. Um, why is this place even here? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, a, I'm a terrible salesperson, bro. Um, I'm more, like... I'm more branding, I think, if we're going to talk strategy. Not, not that I actively think about strategy, but I'm way more branding. If you look at my content, bro, I like hardly sell. I, I, I feel super uncomfortable selling. Um, so a lot of mine is just like what Gary V says, educate and entertain. There's, there's just two pillars to it, right? I'm actually not even a cook. I, I, I don't even like cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we, we, got an ex- oh, right. we got an exclusive. <laughs> we got an exclusive. We'll cut that out. No. <laughs> So oh, okay. like, bro, like, okay. I, I, my passion is like, I like getting my job here is to get people through the door, and then the machine, the the machine does its things, the cooks do their thing. I get people through the door, bro, and I, I create the vibe and, and stuff like that. That that's where my strength is. That that's mm. what I like doing. Um, I like serving. I like you know doing doing all of that stuff. Um, so in terms of the content, yeah, it's just educate and entertain. Um, and that's, that's way more branding. And that, that doesn't show anything. So when, I was, when it was with me and the old man, he struggled seeing, because I was always on my phone. And he's like, fuck, you're always on your phone. You should be doing work. Um, but that phone was the, was the reason why this shop's grown to like double, triple than what, what it was when, when he left. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, I'm getting so on a back tangent in, so, so back in his day then So how was it I mean obviously There's 20 years Fucking difference mm. Between he was doing it Like in terms of how, What was his strategy In terms of trying to Create exposure Or grow the community Or let people know Because like you say You're trying to get people Through the door yep. right That's your biggest goal mm. And it's like giving jab, jab, jabs, yep. like Gary V says, right hooks. Mm. If you can give more jab, jabs, than right hooks, you're on a good thing. Yep. So how would you, how was he doing it back in the day? Well, we spent we spent zero dollars on marketing. Mm. Like I think they, what did they say? Something like ten percent of your um, revenue or your profit should go back into the business or something like that. Mm. Um, but he was doing zero dollars. We spent zero dollars on marketing. I remember when we first opened, we ran out mailers. Me and my sister, uh, we just ran, on foot. We just ran and just put put menus in like mm. every letterbox around here. Um, but other than that, bro, it was all word of mouth. Yeah, it was it's kind of hard to compare that now. Fuck, we've got internet, right? So yeah. it's easy to put out a poster, how many yeah. thousands of verses going mm. out and printing out. Yeah. Yes, I can't. Oh, that's probably a silly question to ask. But um, yeah, so in terms of, so obviously growing your community is, is huge. And then now obviously um, growing merchandise as well. How's mm. that been going, bro? Because you've got your merchandise, which just looks cool, man. Crazy, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you got some, eh? Bro, Thank you. Thank tea, you, bro. Grateful, it looks cool, grateful. man. I like what you did there. So awesome, how did that come yeah. about? Like, why and why merch? I mean, uh, bro, because like, you don't see I, McDonald's throwing so out after merch, we did, right? so, Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Um, after we did the logo, so uh, I'll shout out to my missus, Jasmine. Thank you. Um, she did the logo. She says she doesn't get enough credit for <laughs> actually designing the logo. Um, so she's not getting a cut with every tea that you're... <laughs> bro, she hits me up all the time, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> like how much do you make from that from that drop? Oh, I should get some, but um, anyway, bro. Um, yeah, she deserves a bit of a bit of a plug. But the narcissist in me was like, I think before we had the emoji of me as the logo, um, it was like a generic like bowl of noodle soup with like chopsticks or something like that. And I was like, you know what, man? Why don't we just do it like an emoji of me? But like, it's a generic um, Asian um, logo, like um, emoji at the end of the day. You know, like just the noodle house owner. Um, because so that, I mean, because there, there's a canton just down the road as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having noodle canteen and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So don't, yep. people, if you're coming to, to Papakura, make sure you don't get that twisted. <laughs> it's satay noodle house. But we get something. We still get some of their customers coming in here, um, and they're like, "Hey, um, I made a phone order." We're like, "No, we don't have a, we don't have a order." <laughs> but <laughs> bro, like you said, putting yourself as the but, as like the logo. Yeah, and so like, bro. So I started slapping that on a t-shirt, and I was just it was just me wearing it. Um, first, then the staff wanted some. They're like, "Oh, how come like you get to wear it and like we don't?" So like, it was staff started wearing it, and then customers started like, "Hey, so how we want some." It? So just sort of take that back. Yep. Would you just go down to something like AS Color? Pretty much. Grab a tea. Yeah, cotton on. Just yeah, AS Color can be um, expensive to be honest. Like if you're mm. bu- if you're buying it at um, at cost or not cost at yeah, retail yeah. price. Mm. Um, so sometimes like ten dollar teas from like cotton on when they do a sale. Helen Stein's just just whatever teas really any blank tea. Um, and I was just slapping a logo on. Yeah, that, that was it, really. Mm. Um, and then for customers, yeah, I'd probably use AES. Um, but all of it was just retail, bro. But, and I'd mark it up maybe five, ten bucks mm. um, for a customer to wear. And, yeah, it's just, it's just gone from there. Um, we had, yeah, um, Bayon Clothing, um, who's another Cambodian kind of clothing brand, um, reach out. And they're like, bro, we should do a little collab kind of thing. And so that's where um, this release came from. Um, and I think we ended up doing maybe 80 to 90 items from that um yeah which is cool like and so who knows man like where where it'll go but um maybe maybe over time i'd like to spend a bit more time in that but for now bro it's just my lifestyle is just so busy with the with the um, hospitality or with the restaurant side of side of things yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking around now in the shop. You're going to see you got shirts here, you got beanies, <laughs> bro, you got mugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo- loves a merch. Just anything, bro. Just, <laughs> I liken it to like, sorry, not, not that I'm putting fucking SNH and Supreme in the same sentence, but you know how Supreme do fucking, they check their logo on everything. So I'm like, yeah, I, yeah that, that's why I'm just like, yeah, mugs, like whatever. I'm just, yeah, anything we can just do something on. Man, I've asked for, people have brought in little children's onesies. Um, they'll give it to me, like a blank one, and then I just go and take it to the shop to get a logo on it. Um, but yeah, yeah, you've got tea towels. Um, bro, they, they bring in whatever. They bring in what, they? And I'm just like, yeah, it'll be X amount to, if you want me to put a logo on it. Like, yeah, cool. That's crazy, bro. It's just, and it's back to community, right? Like That's just it, people wanting to, to rip to rip the brand and um, what we're about in terms of branding, um, just what we stand for. So those things, bro. Whereas if you just went... Um, if you went sales and all of that, bro, you know, you, there's just, there's no kind of um, significance or, or sentiment or meaning behind behind anything. Mm, yeah. Exactly right. And if you can't build a culture, you know, you can build something to connect with. And I think a lot of people, I remember saying this before and with, that, with the podcast with Ice, is that people buy from people. Mm, you know, every, there's sure. how many noodle houses are around, around the country, around the world, what makes yours that people will travel to come and see you. I think I remember you posting sure. up on one of your stories. Someone like hit you up going, I'm coming from Australia as soon as the border's coming oh, up. Bro, I'm going straight up the plane straight to you, to Papakura. You know? Jordan Simi. No, no. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Jordan Simi. <laughs> no, no, no. Shout out Vintage uh, Jackson. That wasn't a bit. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks to the boys. Um, but yeah, bro, it's just like that's bro, how like, you that's build crazy. a community, yeah, right? Like, like people you, from Hamilton, but we get it nearly daily now, bro. Where it's insane, like, and I always, bro, because it's not long ago. We're just a small place, and I talk about this um, often, like in 
between like after the lunch rush and, and before dinner rush, when it was just me and the old man, he would go home. It's just me by myself for like three hours here. And I'm literally just sitting on my ass on my phone, like fucking around, like doing fuck all. And like now we'll have like, you know, three, four, five, six, seven of us in here, like all, always doing shit. Just hammering You know, out. so like we were like people would look at it now for what it is now. Like, oh, yeah, they're a busy spot. But like, bro, we would like no one came in here. No one knew what it was, who we were. Um, we would like, I, I drive past all the, we're just the same, like, at the end of the day. Um, yes, food's different, you know, it has its own flavors and, and, and shit like that. But, um, bro, we, we started off just, you know, like, no one knew us. We're just, just another little takeaway at, in Papakura. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that's it, man. It's like, so what, what, when was the switch? When was it like, um, fuck, I'm going to start, I'm going to turn the phone around, I'm going to actually use instead of swiping left and swiping right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to use this as a tool to help with my marketing, you know, yeah. as opposed to, you know, like I, when, when was the trigger for that? I think I always wanted to probably, let's just say um, 2015, 2016, I tried to a little bit, um, but then, yeah, with the old man, he's just like, because a lot of this stuff, bro, um, for a small business, you don't, if, and if you're trying to brand, not, not sales, um, you don't see any results. It's fucking, it's all long-term. It's all long-term branding, right? You don't, so I'll be giving out like free meals and shit like that, and he's like, Hey, what are, you, what are you doing giving out like $50? Giving like, away profit. Hey. How is that? Yeah. How is that um, making, making money or, you know, like where's the return on that? And like, I can't show a return. So that's where I'm like, fuck, I can't do it until he fully, until he fully retired. Um, so that's, that's one thing. But yeah, I think it's, um, we didn't have a Facebook page or an Instagram page um, up until, is that a 30 minutes or? And I, uh, no, keep going, bro. Okay. Yep. You, you just stopped me? Yeah. Okay, sorry, bro. Um, we don't have a Facebook or any social media, yeah, until, until he left. Um, but yeah, sorry, bro, I forgot the, forgot the question. <laughs> All right, we'll pause that. We'll <laughs> yeah. just pause it. We'll just okay. take it out. Yeah, bro, so importance of marketing, like we say, jab, jab, right, right, hook, that's such mm. a Gary V terminology. And I think if you just keep asking, I think if you just keep pushing about sales, mm. people kind of kind of drift away from that now. Just boring. Yeah, like if you can create a tutorial, if you can create some sort of, like you say, like how you cook something, yeah. the food that, you're, that you provide, mm. um, just some entertainment like you yeah. do as well. So across all those, bro, what, I mean, what sort of platforms are you using? Is it, I mean, how important is social media? Mm. Is other platforms you use? Yep. Oh, bro, social media has been crazy. So yeah, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok now. Um, yeah, I think those are, those are the three main ones um, that I'm on. Um, I, I, bro, I do podcasting just, just for like fun and, you know, there's about five people to listen. Um, <laughs> but those five people, you know, keep wanting more, bro. They, they hit me up like, hey, bro, when's the next podcast dropping? I'm like, shit, I didn't even know like people listen. Um, so how are you doing your podcast? Cause I remember hearing one time it sounds like you're driving in your car. Yeah, like- bro, like you hear like, like I'm banging like the walk and shit like that. Like I'm literally, I've got my AirPods in, bro. That's my studio. Um, and I'm literally just doing it as I go because, bro, I'm here, I'm here a lot of the time. So Mondays and Tuesdays we're closed and I'm just doing prep and I'm doing cleaning and stuff like that and um bro i'm just like talking to myself really and like uh, sometimes i just think bro maybe it's the narcissist in me but sometimes i think fuck this is actually good shit that i'm that i'm saying to myself <laughs> like i should put it out but no, no no on the real it's like it's more like in it's all documenting right bro so like i documented um how we went through covid just what i was thinking right through all of that um on the podcast and then when we went through it the second time i actually re-listened to it 
and and reminding myself, oh fuck, that was that was a good thing to do. That was a bad thing to do. Um, yeah, and it's like so. It's it's more like just like an audio documentation, and, and it's just cool to look back on um, to so see how, how I was thinking and stuff. Sorry, bro. How are you recording that then? So obviously you've got your earpods in. Oh, so um, you're using an app or through using, what's it called? Um, Anchor. Oh, you're Anchor. Using, yeah, that's a good yeah, app. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. yeah Bro, easy as like for someone who's not techie like me, um, yeah, just uploads the anchor, boom, it goes to every like Apple Podcast, um, uh, Spotify. Spotify, yeah, all of that. I'm yeah, like, man. fuck, man, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> it's true though, fuck. Yeah, fuck, yeah, bro, it's crazy. You just got to yeah. find that phone is like, oh, bro, that phone's unreal. So like, yeah, you run hey, a whole business off mm. your phone. And and I actually wanted to do it um, earlier, you know, like off the back of like Ice and Gary V. Gary was harping on it for long. Like everyone should have a podcast. Every business should have a podcast. Um, but my excuse was like, bro, I didn't have all gears like you, right? Um, but then I was like, bro, you know what? That is an excuse. It is an excuse. Like obviously I can gear to the gears, but hey, um, oh, can I record onto Anchor? Yeah, sweet. So let's just do it. You know, yeah, let's just put it out there. And that's it, man. So for people that want to find your podcast, what, what is it called, bro? Uh, Buns Potty. B-U-N-S Potty. Yeah, on Apple, um, Spotify. But yeah, oh, don't waste your time. <laughs> bro, I'm trying to fucking... <laughs> we're talking about marketing <laughs> and you're saying... <laughs> bro, just, just, but that's it, mate. I, guess, I think... Just downplaying it, bro. And so you've got, so you've got your potty yeah. and you've got yeah. your social. So you're obviously Instagram, Facebook... Um, you TikTok, do, TikTok, yeah. Um, and what about YouTube or anything like that, bro? Have you got? I actually YouTube? haven't. I actually don't have a YouTube. Um, the staff actually asked me to do a YouTube. Like we should do vlogs and stuff like that because yeah, just the shit that goes on here. Um, Again, the fights and stuff. Value, right? Yeah, exactly. My my point is that what if Instagram and Facebook shut down tomorrow? Mm. How is your you business? You need to diversify, right? You need to be on bro, everything. What if the exactly. dude that runs it goes now? Fuck this! I'm going to run for president. I don't need yeah, Instagram or Facebook sucks. anymore. Yeah. How many businesses would shut down? For sure. You know what I mean? And like we, you say, yeah. it's all about creating community and exposure yeah if those avenues were shut down true, how would your business survive tomorrow yeah i'll make a youtube tonight <laughs> no, um, straight up, but what about a yeah, newsletter? True. do you create have you got an email um bro I, there's so many things right like i know you're only one person so yeah i know it's hard man i know, I know yep. exactly what it's like but i mean these are just exactly. ideas to think about yep. even like um text mail list right um email list like so when after level three level two um when people had to sign in like bro i got heaps of numbers and i was like you know what i'm actually gonna keep all of this because this is like this is money people pay for like data people's um emails and numbers eh? so i was like fuck i should actually do like a text mail list like, you know i get texts from like dominoes emails from dominoes like if I was if I was smart or if I had the time or if I wanted to, yeah, I should be doing those those lists and shit like that. Because I guarantee you now, you know how it used to be it used to be email lists. Every time you got an email, mm. fuck you'd open it and read it. Yes. But now you're just getting spammed. You just yeah. like you just end up deleting half of them. But yes. with a text, it feels more personal. Personal, definitely. And you definitely. answer that straight away. Yeah. So I reckon text, man, this is where yeah. I reckon anyway, if you've got all those text numbers and you say, Hey look, today we're having a special. Yeah. Um, you can, and I, I'm just running off the top of my head. If you can say sure. we've got like um, a, a soup, a, a, let's say a chicken ten soup, bucks or whatever, ten yep. bucks, t- t- try back, um, type back yes yep. if you're keen. Yep. And then boom, they say yes. Mad. You've already got their contact details. Yep. So then they can either do a pickup or you can, I don't know, do a drop off somehow. Yep. You've got one of your, yep. your crew racing around dropping yep. off. I don't know if that's a common, yep. um, economical, but, or they can just type in yes and then you just do a pickup only. Mm. Because, For sure, bro. Because people For will sure. like, especially if you hit a drop at about four o'clock. Yeah. Or you know, like two or you know, key times of the bro, day for sure. Yeah, that could be something you might want to look at yeah. into. There's you know, so many things, bro. Yeah, I think people respond more to a text than anything else. And yep. if you and if you've taken it saying we've got a ten dollars special, just type back yes. Mm. Or if type, all they have to do is three letters Y E S, yeah. and then boom, you've got an order. Yeah, they don't have to fucking go. Ah, oh, what should I have for dinner tonight? Somebody go through the menu, call the them, menu. pick it up. Yeah. 
True, bro. They You've eliminated be- its convenience. Right. It's all convenience. Yeah. And that's what marketing is, right? Yeah. Like it's all about how do you make it convenient. And that's yeah. why do you think like if you've got somebody that looks at your website, like I'm talking about a clothing, like if you had a clothing website right. and then you click on that page and then all of a sudden that that product yep. on that page follows you around if you're on Instagram, if you're True. on Facebook, it's yeah. popping up. Yeah. It's because of that you're making it convenient for them or if you've put something in a cart and then you get an email later on saying, yes. hey, you've forgotten something. Yep. Oh, you fuck it, I'll just buy it, click yeah. now. So I think that's what… It's crazy what you can do, eh? Like, bro, that shit, honestly, for me, goes like goes over my head because, yeah, I'm not at that, like, let's just say, uh, I'm not at that level. Mm-hmm. But, bro, it's just amazing just what you can, what the internet can do, eh? Like, in, and you can do it all from your phone. Exactly. iPad, you know? Yeah, you, yeah man. Yeah. You don't need There's to There's so be many fancy. levels, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro, definitely. Um, hey. Is that something, like, I think a lot of businesses sort of struggle with in terms of… When, like, for example, COVID, right? The mm. first thing that people do is um, they 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 pull back their marketing spend. Yeah. Where I think you've got to increase your marketing mm. spend, and you've got to keep being in front of the consumer. For sure. Look at the way that COVID came about, and all of a sudden, retail stores shut down. Like mm. you guys were affected as well, which I definitely want to hear about. Yeah. But if someone became online, so that's when marketing and content should just really crank up. Yeah. In terms of getting in front of people, how can you make it more easy? And just by clicking mm. on one button to purchase something, you can do that now on Instagram. Just by saying, you know, you could tag your product, mm. just click on it, buy now, yep. so you can do that sort of features. I think now the way that we've sort of, the way that, what, I remember a mate of mine <laughs> said to me the other day, they went to, a, he went to a conference and talked about online and the power of digital, is COVID sped up online probably True. by about five years. Yeah. Where we are now would have taken us five years to get to eventually. Crazy. But because where we're, what we've come through, yep. we're going through, mm. it's increased it a lot quicker and meaning the way that people shop online, yep. as I mentioned before, Sydney's gone back into lockdown. Crazy. How do you still get your product to them? Retail stores are shutting. Yeah. So that's what I want to know about you guys. I mean, we talked about, you said you kind of enjoyed COVID purely, mm. just got some downtime, but mm. how did you survive through COVID, bro? Do you think you were, bro, like, how did you get through it? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, I think first and foremost, like, hey, it's a business. You got to see if you can survive um, financially. So that was the first thing. So obviously the, um, was the government um, subsidy? Obviously that helps. So as long as my myself and my team are looked after, sweet. Like that's the first foremost. Then yeah, once that's sorted, yeah, hey, we got some time off. But then after the first day or two, I'm like, okay, you know what? Fuck, this is actually an opportunity here. So as soon as I, that mindset shifted like, okay, we've got an opportunity here. Um, bro, I spent more on ads during that four or five week lockdown. Um, like, like you were just saying, like when you're saying, I was like in my head, I was like, yeah, fuck, like you, you got it. Um, because bro, we're all we're all level right now. Like, I don't have the dollars that McDonald's has, that KFC has, and stuff like that. But hey, um, at at that time, no one's buying McDonald's, no one's buying KFC. So you know what? Let me try to get a piece of their pie just through content. And I'm just gonna boost. Like, I, I was putting money on on everything. I, yeah, I was I was pumping it so hard. What's I an think, example of the content you're creating, bro? You're just doing it from home. Um, educated so entertain. Educating insane, right. probably just like home. just videos. I think just just yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, again, back to like me not really cooking stuff. People asking for like tutorials. People asking for like, oh, what do you what do you making for dinner? And I'm like, oh, bro, it's a funny like meme type thing. Like, so I made like packet noodles, right? Like um, yum yum noodles. And so I did that. Um, and then yeah, the next day I was like, oh yeah, we're fucking doing another thing today. I'll show you another meal. Look what we're doing, fucking yum yum noodles. So bro, I had that like every day because like, I'm not. a not a fucking cook, but that became, you know, that became a fucking thing, right? Like, so I'm more like entertained because, yeah, um, hey, it is what it is. 
Um, so, bro, I just went so hard on content. I think we grew like a, about a thousand or fifteen hundred new followers during that four or five weeks, which for us was like crazy. It was unreal. And then, bro, what happens when we go into level three? Um, click and click. Fuck, it was insane. It was already insane, even if we just existed and, and did nothing. But to have a thousand, fifteen hundred new potential customers. Um, who were wanting to, there was a big shop local, support small business initiatives, you know, all of that. Bro, it was like, uh, it was a movie, bro. It was, I, I couldn't even, uh, I can't even grasp like how crazy it was at the time. Like we were running around here like headless chickens, bro. It was, it was, oh, it was insane. But yeah, in terms of, um, in terms of lockdown, bro, yeah, it's always just an opportunity um, to go hard on content. The reason why... Mm, yeah I'll get into this the reason why I don't really go I go hard on content but bro I can go way harder on content um, I, I believe I, I fully believe I can pump out so much more content but for me the, the struggle right now personally is that when the busier that we get the busier I get and and then for someone who's looking for like better work-life balance um, if I put more out there hey I, I might get more uh, more customers and then that in turn makes me a bit more tired so Anyway, yeah. that's a that's a whole nother story. Yeah, and so that's the other thing as well. Is it do you want to scale, bro, or are you sort of comfortable where you're at? Or what do you what's your sort of thoughts you'd like to achieve? Um, it's a tough one, right? Because in business, like they say, you should always be trying to grow. You should always be trying to grow. Um, and so for me, um, I'm in a weird spot, bro. Um, and I'll be fully, yeah, I'll be fully uh, transparent with this, bro. Like mm. what we do now, like when I tell the old man what we do now in terms of numbers. Like this is shit that like we wouldn't think he wouldn't think I'd ever do this wow. like period like period that that's facts like and then if you, you thought he, he, you couldn't you weren't capable of it or you didn't want to this, or, this or shop kind of, literally could not make that much money oh he was we could that. not sell there's not that many customers there's not it just can't wow. um like literally that's just out of the ballpark you know like let's say you're like a a clothing brand doing like a million dollars um and then you want to do like a hundred million or something like that like in terms of the the ratio it's just it's crazy bro and then if you said what we're doing now i would think okay maybe let's do that in like 10 or 15 years you know what i mean so Mm. i'm playing catch up man like honestly i'm fully um and i think that's why uh in the same token like that's why i'm just so grateful bro Mm. i i'm almost I'm in a weird space where uh, sometimes I'm too grateful, bro. Like, um, even when we have slow weeks, like, I'm just like too grateful. Like, I'm just like, fuck, it's still like when I compare it to what we're doing before, it's just like, it's crazy. So, back to like, do I want to scale, bro? I'm I'm trying to like, I'm trying to keep my head above water, to be honest. Um, You know, like, you know, when you sometimes when you grow too quick and you just, you're just trying to like catch your breath, bro. Um, That's kind of where I'm at right now. But I, but, it's weird, like when you you get on a you get on a run, um, and everything is just snowballs. It's just snowballs. So I almost you just, you just can't stop it, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes you get into moments and, bro, it's just crazy. Like like this, like being being on here, like bro, that's gonna tap into I don't know how many extra. So it's just the multiplying effect of social media, mm-hmm. of content and stuff like that. Um, when people ask me to do like like the um, uh, bro KFC thing, um, speaking at schools, like just things just keep happening, bro. And it's just like shit, like. Yeah, I, I can't say no to it, but what's going to happen off the back? Fuck, the shop's going to get busier. So scaling is just happening. Um, bro, it, just, it's just crazy. It's, it's just, just a byproduct of what you're doing, bro. Exactly. Yeah, you of, I mean? of doing just, things 
of doing things that I like more passion, more passion projects. Uh, yeah, and it's just so that's fuck. Let's get back to that, bro. So a couple mm. of things um, I want to type into, mm. um, but I'm really interested about this whole KFC thing, bro. Because oh, not often like a global brand oh, man. aligns himself with a cool proper South bro. Auckland noodle house. Like, Unreal. how did that come about, bro? Talk us bro, through that. Insane cold email. So give us a, so just give us a background for the audience about yep. what happened. Um, okay, so bro, KFC thing was um, they they chose uh, five their agency, their marketing team, five influencers um, through New Zealand, Aotearoa. Like I don't know how far they want to stretch it, but they chose five influencers to go into a KFC kitchen, ma- create their own double down, and then the public are going to vote. The public are going to vote for their own double down, and then that winning double down can make it onto the menu. So sorry, just before ha- like yep. five influencers, how did you how did you? fall into that category i'm not saying that you know i mean you're a beautiful man and you're you've got to influence a lot of people but you know i mean what was the criteria for that you know if anybody's listening how did they sort of oh um my i have no clue i asked i asked the people did you get nominated or did you they just come in at you it was a cold email it was fully a cold email hey we're looking to do this i'm talking from the agency on on behalf of kfc um this is what we're wanting to do would you like to be a part of it that was it uh when i got there on the day i was like bro why me a lot of the shit that happens to me, project, I'm like, why me? Like, when I get asked to do things, I'm like, why? Like, because I'm, bro, like I, like I said, like a quiet um, takeaway restaurant in Papakura, I'm just like any freaking, any average person, bro. Like, and I'm just like, why? And so, yeah, back to that, bro, I really don't know. It wasn't a nomination or anything. He just said, bro, someone, someone likes you. I reckon that's what he karma, bro. Karma works in fucking cool uh, ways, man. You know, uh, you can have bad bro. karma, good karma. Mm. But the universe, and, yeah. Bro. Yeah. I'm Bro, a that, massive, but yeah. massive believer. You get back what uh, you put out. Yeah. If you see the world through negativity, oh, I'm always getting red lights. I'm always missing out on this. Oh, I never man. get that. Right. Oh, that dude's lucky. I never mm. get to, or be like, fuck, I'm grateful for today. Yeah. Like, I, and I mean, like in that way, you're like, oh man, you just think to yourself, oh, I hope no. that person there has a good day. So real, something man. simple like that, or holding the door for somebody. Oh yeah. no, you go in before Bro. me. So real, but you can't measure it. Bro, can't measure that but shit. it comes back to you, exactly, man. Exactly, exactly. And like, and it's weird because quite often, especially as young people, like you're measuring everything. You're like, okay, if I do this, um, I should get this from it. And then when you don't get it, you're fucking, you're mad, you're right. But like, it's weird, bro. Yeah, it's weird. Like, oh man, and I get goosebumps whenever I get into this. And, and I often talk about it on content, but fuck, the universe is just unreal, bro. And I just, it is true, bro. Like all, I think it's just off the back of all the shit that I put out um, in terms of like, whether it's give a giveaways whether it's like um uh at free risk meals. communities that i've yeah, had yeah. yeah so free meals and i hate you know i don't, I don't want to because i know like the negative connotations of people listening like oh yeah fuck he just did it and then some good shit happened to him like it's, it's not like that like it wasn't for that you know like but yeah it's, uh, it's your just, parents give you perspective though bro yeah you know what i mean like you can like you can never complain again. Like mm. no one should ever complain. Like yes. fucking look what your parents went yeah, through for sure to get to you know to create your happiness, right? Mm, yeah. What they did is, is generational. Yes, meaning they came from from their homeland. They got you know like what they went through. They're not going to see so much of the rewards. Well, they have, mm. but it's generational. It's going to be their kids, their grandparents, uh, their grandkids, their great grandkids. That that's what I'm talking about. Generational. That's so true, bro. They're going to see the benefits of them moving and getting Man, away. I've actually never thought of it like that. Yeah, Man, that's facts. Yeah. Mm. So sometimes what we do is like people just say, "Oh, you're just doing it because you want something better in return." Mm. Fuck, like what you've come through, man. Mm. Like I think everything that you do is because 
I just want somebody else to have a better day bro. today than it was, was yep. yesterday. Me doing this day in, day out, even if nothing, even if none, none of this happened, bro, it's all a gift. Like, and people, when I say that, it's like, oh, easy for you to say, you know, sh- you know, the, the normal shit, bro. Like, but fuck, it's like, if you, and, and I've, I've learned, bro, I've learned, um, you got to have thick skin. Like, the more content you put out, the more shit you put out about yourself. But I've learned to. Is there anything that you won't put out, bro? Um, you're quite open. You're quite an open yeah, book. Yeah, I'm, be I'm pretty transparent, bro. Um, Is there stuff that you probably don't want to put out. Um, nothing springs to mind, bro. No, mm. I'm pretty. I'm to be honest, I mean, bro. Fuck I'm pretty you open. Put up about your financials. About you get to pay this bill, pay this yeah, bill, pay and this even bill. that, bro. Like fuck, even to that, bro. I get comments like, "Oh, bro, way to go, go tripping people to to fucking support you." And I'm like, oh. Bro, like, you know what I mean? So like, it's, funny, it's funny how people oh, see different things from different perspectives. Exactly. You're trying to say, this is the reality of running a business. Is what it is. This is my daily life. Yeah. This, is what I, this is why I'm working yeah. with the 17-hour days yeah. to pay these bills. Whereas yeah. somebody's going, oh, you're guilt-tripping people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you must make a lot. You must make heaps more than that. Uh, like, why don't you show the money you make? I'm like, oh, bro, like it's painful. Like people see, look at a hammer, right? Hammer can use, be used as a weapon. Yeah. They can kill somebody with it. Yeah. Or a hammer can make somebody a house. Mm. You know, it, or exactly. the sun could be like, oh, I'm going to get a nice tan today. It's going to make me feel better. Vitamin D. Belfast. Oh, fuck. I'm, so you can going to get cancer from that. Yeah. You know, it's on, sure. it's on them, I reckon. Then. Mm. It, it says more about the person saying it than the person that it's, you know, than we they're saying it about. We talk about karma and we talk about the way we look at life. If mm. that's what they're looking at, you, sometimes you've got to feel sorry for them. Oh, for sure, bro. For Meaning sure. Meaning yep. that, like, if they always see them, oh, you're only doing that because of that, it's like, oh, okay, I feel sorry for you because bro, just you're only seeing the love. negative. Yeah. And just that. wish them, wish them all the best. Oh, might, might, might little troll them here and there, but um, little troll them. I fucking seen your replies. <laughs> but after that, bro, we move on. It's like, hey, bro, all the best, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that, it's it's um, yeah, it's funny how when when I when I hear people giving hate, mm. I always wonder where it's coming from. Obviously, yep. they've got some tough times in their life. Mm. Fucking bro, let, you know, talk about the Warriors. You're wearing the Warriors cap, oh, right? Every time yeah. they lose a the game, the yeah. hate that they get. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But then again, it's on them because they're the ones, obviously, they must be in a hurting place to be yep. able to do that. So, mm. um, yeah, it's all about giving, you know, looking at different things, different perspective. Yeah. And, yeah, karma, man. I'm a big thing about that. So, but yeah. bro, um, so yeah, so we've talked about a bunch. I know we're, um, I know your time's valuable, bro. So I don't want to hold up too much day. of the time. So, probably maybe just a couple more questions. But, okay. um, again, I like bringing value, bro. Where do you yep. see, like, the Bennett, where do you see the next level of marketing going? You know, it's, it's all about jab, jab, right? Hooking at the moment, mm. you know, Instagram, Facebook, things like that. Can you do you see the trend of, of, of marketing shifting to another sort of, um, direction or what? What's your thought? What's your? What would your next goal be? Or I don't know, you a program or plan or thoughts about marketing? Um, bro, I really. I'd love to. I'd love to be able to give you know the people listening um, some real value. Like, yeah, I reckon it's going this way and stuff like that. But, bro, back to like me just being an average person, bro. Like, um, I'm more. I'm more than that. I, I just think, bro, what I've done here, um, yeah, it's uh, like. Hey, sometimes I got to take moments like fuck. It's been it's been amazing what I've been able to do here. But anyone like I'm not. Oh, bro. I just when I share stuff, it's not to it's not to gloat. It's like, bro. Like when I go to like other Cambodian bakeries and cafes and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, how much did you pay for the project segment and stuff like that? How did you get on the KFC thing stuff like that? I'm like, bro. Like we can all this this is possible. We can we can all do this. I'm a, I'm a normal person. And um, back to having. Sorry, bro. You're gonna. 
No, I was going to ask you about the project, so people might not know what you did. Oh, so the sorry. TV3 program here in New Zealand, there's a program called The Project. Yes, so yes. You, and you had a feature on that? How'd yeah, that come about? so we had a little six, seven um, minute segment. So that was just off the back of content, bro. Again, like just putting out, um, that's probably more education, but not education of food, but just educating. So um, Did you reach educating. out to them or did they reach no, out to you? No, again, that's a cold... That's awesome. a cold DM. That's awesome, bro. A cold DM that. from one of the producers of the show. You can't pay for that kind of marketing, No right? way. They would have been, bro, that literally, that yeah, aired can, and that doubled, our, that doubled our turnover. No so that's, shit. Yeah. That, that seriously doubled. So people were like, oh, bro, you're lucky that you got the project. Stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, true. Like, true to say, but yeah, it was off the back of, you know, just putting stories out. Just storytelling. You know, marketing and storytelling. So it was and just And it cost saying, you nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Phone, These platforms. Exactly, just, bro. Hey, this is what we're doing today. Exactly. Value. It was just like, hey, I know what we sell, but it's like, I just, bro, I'm not good at selling what we sell, but I'm good at telling you why you should support us rather than the people down the road. Or, you know, like, um, where's this money going to go to? What, what do I use it for? So um, who are we? Um, why are we here? Uh, what's our story? So that's all I wanted to use it for, bro. And um, so, yeah, that, that was just a cold DM. Um, one of the producers of the show, hey, we'd love to cover it. And I did, actually didn't want to do it because back to, back to me, just, bro, this is a gift. Like, I'm grateful for doing the day in, day out. I'm grateful for 78 hours a week, bro. Um, so that I was just like, nah, I don't want the, I don't want the spotlight. Like, contrary to popular belief, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty humble. Um, I actually don't like the spotlight. People think, oh, fuck, bro. But, like, I actually don't. <laughs> I actually don't like the cameras on me, bro. I actually do get nervous. I actually, you know, like, this ain't, this ain't normal. This ain't normal for me. Um, me talking to a phone is so different than me jumping on interviews, jumping on TV and stuff like that, radio, whatever. Um, but I, w- I wasn't going to do it. I asked my audience at the time, my community at the time, man, do you think I should do it? And then when they started saying, bro, you got to do it for your family. You got to do it for, like, Papakura. Like, it's going to, like, put us on blast. You know, like, they're going to... represent. Hold, bro, the whole, um, you know, camera crew, TV crew. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to do it, bro. They're going to get the streets. You know, you're mm-hmm. putting it, like, a little Asian noodle house on the map. Like, that's, that's fucking cool. And so we, when it was all of that, bro, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, I got to do it. You know, but that was, like, super uncomfortable. I was super, like, they followed me around for a whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, when, cool, when you do it for the... Yeah, do it for things like that bro it's like okay i ha- i have to do um stuff like that so yeah bro that's yeah. that's what the project was and i always think about like um and as mentioned before if they took away instagram and facebook mm. and things like that that's you know like how would your business survive yeah and i always a believer in multiple streams of revenue sure um you've got obviously you've got noodle houses yep. one stream um, and i'm just thinking do you do any online do you are you, have you got any Crypto ideas and stuff like that or do you yeah so do you have you had a thoughts about providing online courses right um no, bro, not not to be An honest. Example to that, be honest, bro, no. fuck, you should create your own online um, how to run a small business course. True, and people will like do it, run it through Teachable. Right, and what it is is you can teach you can teach people how to run a small business, oh. whether it's a noodle house, yeah. whether it's a t-shirt shop, whether it's yeah. whatever, because you know everything, right? Yeah. You know the back end of it, meaning yeah. you know how to pay bills, you know how to t- talk with suppliers, yeah. you know you got about planning because obviously you got to plan for your food, yeah. you got to have about staffing, and then the front of house you got to know how to get the customers in, you know mm. about marketing, but if you bundle all that up and then idea, put bro. that into a a course, and you could charge maybe a thousand bucks a course, right? Damn. And people yep. all around the world <laughs> will learn how to run. Um, a small business and yep. that could just be imagine if you could sell I don't know 10 of those a month yeah it's 10 grand crazy you yeah. know what I mean like without having to do you record it once Smart you film bro. it once yeah oh, fuck camera's just gone um, you record it once and yeah. so then um, 
Yeah, and then you can sell it over and over again. So. Yeah, bro, that's a that's actually a great idea. I now nah, because you're working to, hard at the moment. You're working seventy yeah, hours days, yep, eighty hour weeks. A, yep, how do like, you sort next? of? And you want that? You talk about balance in life. Mm. How do you still maintain an income? Yeah, but reducing your hours. Exactly, we've got to get smarter about it. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. that's the next kind of that's the next uh, challenge, bro. That's the next uh, frontier for me. So. Um, yeah, well, originally we were like seven days. So every year I just dropped down. I went to six days and then six days went to five. Mm. Um, you know, next year I might go to four. Um, who knows? But um, yeah, I guess that's how I'm trying to catch my breath. It's just like, okay, fuck, I'm just going to close another day. Um, but yeah, bro, very true. Um, yeah, look into that, bro. Look at yeah, the definitely. Teachable app. It's mm. super easy. Yeah. I've done a little bit of research myself because yeah. I think that's definitely an opportunity for another oh, actually gone, eh? so, yeah. yeah. Nah, for sure, for sure. Um, I just thought, bro, I, I, I thought I'd speak about this to the missus, like when we were just doing ideas and shit like that. Like, man, because I, I, I drive past, I go into like bakeries, go into like little butchers that are like, that are pretty quiet, you know? And I'm like, man, if I ran this, like, I feel like I can make it busy. And that's not, but it's maybe not it's the South Auckland to me. Mm. Maybe it's the tall poppy, like the reverse tall poppy. Like, I hate talking about myself like that. Um, so that's why I don't think of like, oh, yeah, I'll do a course. Um, but yeah, I just think, bro, like, I can make this place busy. Like, well, even if consulting, I to, like if someone can't true. afford yeah. a thousand bucks, imagine mm. if it did, you know, an like, hourly what you rate. Can do and, and, yeah. You know, you can say, hey, look, I'll sit down with you for an hour or you yeah. put your services out there saying if anybody wants to, I can help with you in any way. Mm. You know, that could be an idea, bro. For sure. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah, man. Thinking of different hey. ways to help. Watch your space. Yeah, man. Yeah. Bro, thank you so much for your time today, man. I mean, it's fucking been cool. So um, I really do Cheers, appreciate your, your time. Thank so you. I nothing, wish nothing here, but brother. the best for you, bro. And um, Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing your insights and your, and your journey and entertaining us. Thanks, bro. And Grateful. especially for your feed from the non-chef. <laughs> thank you, bro. Thank bro, you. thank you so much. Appreciate it. Cheers. Bro. Cheers.